Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. There are a lot of people who don't like Christmas. And at what age do we start to appreciate the practical gifts? It is Thursday, the 19th of December of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen. And here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. What do you have? Almond butter. Oh, is that what that is? Almond butter? Mm-hmm. It looked like you were, looked like chocolate or something. <laughs> the way I was licking it off the yeah. spoon, you'd think it was. Right. Uh, before we get to those stories, let's actually talk about the top story of the year, really, and quite possibly the decade in politics. Yesterday, the U.S. House of Representatives voting to impeach President Trump. He is the third president to be impeached. The first was Andrew Johnson in 1868. The second was Bill Clinton in 1998. And Richard Nixon would have been impeached, but he actually resigned before they had a chance. So we have, you know, two and a half in our lifetime. Yeah. He knew Richard Nixon knew it wasn't going to be good. He just said, you know what? I'm out. I'm not even going to. It's We can just stop here. Yeah. It's bipartisan. Yeah. I'm just going to. I'll just. Pack my things. <laughs> do the peace sign and hop on that helicopter and dip out. Well, you just wonder. I mean, it's going to continue. Oh, it ain't over yet. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is like once, you know, 20 years from now, I mean, the likelihood of presidents getting impeached from this point forward in time, I think it's just gone. Oh, it's going to happen more often. Yeah, it, just because we, we I don't like catch you, people. So. Well, not just that, but we, you know, we, we oh, don't like, it's both. We don't like people. We don't like you. We think Someone's you're a Someone's going to have a Tumblr page that they posted something yes! on years ago. And you, and you can't get away with it. You're <laughs> going to get caught. Anything that's the least bit sneaky. Yeah. Or appears to be sneaky, whether it is or not. Because that's somebody's job now is to go through and dirt you. Like, just just find whatever they can find. Here's what you do, people. Do what good old Uncle Tim does. Have such low expectations (laughs) from your political leaders that nothing is shocking or surprising by the least. Your expectations low and hopefully be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, 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 for real. That would be great. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, both of the articles of impeachment against the president, they needed 216 votes to pass. The abuse of power charge got 230 yeses. The obstruction of Congress got 229. Uh, the reason for the difference is, I guess, one Democrat, Jared Golden of Maine, only voted yes on the first. Uh, the vote 
basically split on party lines. All Republicans voted no on both. Two Democrats from swing districts also voted no on both. And Tulsi Gabbard, a Democrat who's running for president, basically abstained by mm-hmm. voting present. The next step is the House will send the articles of impeachment to the Senate where they hold a trial and decide whether to convict the president. So now that he's been impeached, the next thing that happens is they have the trial in the Senate to decide and whether so he to- has to sit there. And I remember this whole Bill Clinton process. Right. He's going to have to sit there and answer questions. Correct. I No, I don't no. think he has to at he, the trial. I don't believe so. Uh, they but they will hold a trial and decide whether to convict the president and remove him from office. But that may be delayed while the rules of the trial are negotiated. Yeah, because so, how does that work? How do you have a tr- put someone on trial and then them not be there? You have that option, don't you? If you're if you are charged with something, do you even have to show up? You probably want to have some legal representation, but. You know, do you do you even have if to show up to court? Whether or not you did it, and I mean, will, will maybe there... you have to show up, but you don't have to testify. But you'll have to have a defense, right, or not? Hey, you're, this is uncharted this is, waters right. for me, and this is politics. I, it makes my if head want to explode. Charged with something, unless I believe you have permission, you do have to show up. Like sometimes they will allow your legal representation to be present for you. But in the case of a president going on try in, in an impeachment. I don't know how that works. So I don't know if he has to show up or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do know that the that the rules of the trial are currently being negotiated, and that is expected to happen in January. Mm. All right, turning our attention now to the other big story, Christmas. Everybody's got Christmas on the brain, the holidays, they're checking out of work, they're getting ready to travel, maybe taking some... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Some time off if you're lucky enough. And if you can't wait for December 26th to get here because you're stressed out by the holidays, you're not alone. Apparently, a large chunk of the population does not think it's the most wonderful time of the year. In fact, there was one survey out of the UK that found that one in seven people there don't even like Christmas. One out of seven. <laughs> How is that even possible? Only 66% said they liked Christmas. Mm. 15% said they don't. And 16% were just indifferent. So I guess they don't love it or hate it. But older people, interestingly enough, were more likely to say they don't like Christmas. Older folks. And 55% of those Grinches were over the age of 50. So what does that say? What do we need to do to get that Christmas spirit back? I don't know. By the way, I will tell you that um, as they were breaking down the numbers and looking through the data, people who don't like Christmas also tend to be less religious and are less likely to be married. 
Meanwhile, there was, a, there was like a whole nother survey that found over a quarter of us feel that the holidays have a negative impact on our mental health. I would agree with that. And women were more likely to say that. <laughs> I have been it's kind stressful. of grinchy the past week. Even Jen was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, it's the holidays. <laughs> spicy. A little bit of spicy pants over there. Everybody was in trouble the other day. Yeah. Nobody could do anything right. right. She'd had it up to here. And then I'm like, don't you people know it's Christmas? You're not supposed to be acting like this. Right. Well, women were more likely to say they feel stressed out during the holidays and maybe because they tend to do more of the shopping and the cooking and all the other things that come with yes. managing I, a know, family. Uh, we put all of that on ourselves. Like, we're going to take it on. And I've purposely like been like, I'm not going to stress about this stuff. You know, I'm just going to think it's done. Great. If not, uh and now all of a sudden, I feel like that's the, there's that snowball at the top of the hill. Oh, yeah. And it's rolling it's toward me and I need to start running because taking it, trying to not stress myself out has resulted in one big ass stress out on the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's right, too much to do and not enough time to get it. it done. So now, okay, is there stuff that I can skip? What can I, what can I not do? And I'm struggling to find things to just cross off the list. It's kind of like I have to do it all. I'm feeling a lot of pressure also because of the procrastination of other people. And I am putting like me, not yet, <laughs> but I am putting that on myself because I need to have more of an attitude of if it doesn't get done, then it just doesn't get done. Yeah. And that's on them. Mm-hmm. But because it's a deadline that I feel like I have taken on as well, that you feel somewhat responsible that, for. Yes. Like they're wrapping the presents like Scott wraps the presents, but because he hasn't said Sunday between noon and two, I'm going to be wrapping all day or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm feeling like I'm going to have to be down there wrapping those presents. I'm going to have to ask you, when are you wrapping the presents? Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I need to stop doing that. Because mm-hmm. if they don't get wrapped, shove them in a garbage bag and put a bow on it. Right. <laughs> why do I care if they don't get wrapped? I don't know why. But that's life, babe. You know, you got to yeah. go through and figure out what what matters, why what do doesn't. Care? What Where is my time best spent? <laughs> it's work. <laughs> stressful that yeah. thinking yeah like yesterday i told Tre- jeff when i left here i was like i'm going to kroger i'm gonna spend a good chunk of change because i'm hoping to go now and then maybe not have to go before the holiday get it again. all done and i was there for almost two hours wow, wow really I, kroger? I, yeah well i had list i had like three lists of one diff- cart or more uh, well, I actually, I needed another cart. And then when the first one got so full, I was like, that's it. I'm leaving. I just got to leave. I just have to leave. And I even ran into Sandy, my favorite manager. And I was like, nothing against you, but I'm hoping I can get everything done today so that I don't have to come back before Christmas. And she goes, oh, please, girl, you know, you're going to forget something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm lucky if it's just one trip a day. Yeah. I go all the time. I'm there all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I got a text from her a couple hours later saying, uh, you're going to owe me money now. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was like, I just remembered we should do blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, each of you owes me this amount of dollars. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how Christmas changes for us as we get older. You know, the days of writing a Christmas wish list might be in the past for most of us. Now we mostly want stuff we can actually use in our lives by age, they say, be, by the age of 24, the average person starts appreciating practical Christmas gifts. Like towels. Uh, and linens. Sure. And 
things that you can use that you need. Or even a gift card or money. I mean, it may not be very, I don't know, personal, but it's practical and people like getting that stuff. Makeup, books, self-care items, a toothbrush, skincare products, underwear and pajamas. Now, you know, you said you hate spending money on underwear. Yes, buy me underwear. Give me a gift card to an underwear place. Santa brings me uh, <laughs> uh, underwear, socks, maybe a, maybe a bathing suit, a toothbrush, some Tic Tacs, and some gum. Yeah, Every like year it. he puts like that it. in my stocking. Like a gr- oh, Perfect. Santa does? Santa does, yeah. Santa's good to you. I saw a meme going around um, on Facebook that was like, a man wearing a really holy shirt with like uh, underwear and socks that all had like holes in them. And it was like, don't worry, fellas, only one week until Hang Christmas. On. <laughs> Hang that's on. Hilarious. Hang yeah. on. It's only one week. Because I think that that's like the universal gift for a lot of men. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Carrie's really excited about getting new windshield wipers this year. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> that's a great gift. I'm guessing. I don't know. They're expensive. There's something though. Big ones. I, I appreciate the the surprise, like when you open it up and you. There's no way you would have ever in a million years thought that that was what was under the wrapping. Yeah. Right. Those oh, are fun. Yeah. That's fun to watch. You know, nothing expensive or anything. Just something. Yeah. That that person who got it for you saw that thing and thought, "Oh my God, Tim would love this," or this would. Make him smile or surprise him or laugh or whatever. It's uber personal because you know they really put some thought yeah. into that. Mm. I love those gifts as well. Those are fun. As well as the, you like to give those too. You're I very do. good at giving those. I do. You come up with some. I wore my socks with Merley's picture on it just the other day. My good. Merley socks. Good. <laughs> now earlier this week, Time Magazine put out a list of the best. Gadgets, gadgets of the decade, uh-huh. uh, and some of those were, you know, really cool gadgets like the Apple iPad or the Tesla Model S, which isn't really a gadget, but it's a technological innovation yeah. that made a huge impact over the past decade. Google Chromecast, uh, Nintendo Switch, but now we're going to talk about the flip side. Okay, Gizmodo.com just put together a list of the most disappointing gadgets of the 2010s, and these are interesting, and some of these are like... Oh, yeah, whatever, half of those. How about 3D and curved televisions? Remember oh, when they said, yeah. oh, this I is going to be all the rage. Yeah. They were cool looking. Came out in 2010 and flopped. flopped. Everybody thought, oh, yeah, 3D is the way it's going to go. And I'm telling you, it happened in the movie theaters, and now it happened with TVs. Yeah. People like it for a little bit. Sometimes it's a novelty, but it's not for everybody. It can cause motion sickness. For a lot of people. <laughs> it does. Uh, The Nintendo Wii U was a big disappointment in 2012. Remember Google Glass, those glasses with a built-in computer? Yes. came out, they said, oh, yeah, we're not even going to be using iPhones. It's going to be all in these glasses Mm. that we're wearing. I guess not. Uh, Those came out in 2013 and kind of flopped. The Amazon Fire Phone was another one. The Fire Phone. Yep. Uh, Apple MacBooks had had a... a uh, keyboard that would stop working because of a single speck of dust around 2015. That was a big disappointment. And then the exploding Samsung Note 7. Remember oh, yeah. in 2016 where they were blowing up in people's pockets? Oh, God, yeah. Car? That was a mess. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they forgot a few key things, though. There was those those exploding hoverboards. Remember those? And yeah. the uh, the uh, the movie pass that... 
<laughs> I mean, if you if you would count that as a gadget, but that was a business model that was kind of destined to fail from the beginning. It was great in the beginning because you got access to all these. You could get into all these movies for next to nothing. But yeah. over time, they started raising the prices, and then it eventually fell fell apart. Fold. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.